Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome to Nerdificent with Danny and Ify. I'm Ify Whiteway. Danny is sitting this one out. She's been she's had quite an eventful weekend, you know, doing the press junket for Wreck It Ralph and, you know, hanging out with all those celebs and all buddy buddy, you know, didn't get me a ticket, but it's all good. It's all good. I couldn't make it because I had BlizzCon, but you know, I'm sure if I didn't have BlizzCon, she would have me up in there or something like that. But in her stead. We have uh, two people who were able to experience the con with me, and we'll be talking about it, chatting, and breaking it down. And that is Malika Lim and Naeem Stewart. Hello. How are y'all doing? Hello, everybody. What's up, guys? Mm, yeah, yeah. So we had one person who had a job offer from Blizzard. No, and that's one person... not true. <laughs> Wait, I was that close? <laughs> well, not a job <laughs> offer, but you got pretty close to the to the light there. You, you, got, you had an interview, interview if I'm not correct. Uh, mistaken right yes that's absolutely right i'm malika lim again i'm a game designer game developer (laughs) occasional community manager and marketer for games i also like to play games surprise surprise and a while back i did try to get an internship at blizzard Mm. on the quest writing team yeah i don't know if i'm allowed i'm always like nervous to talk about my relationships with other uh, companies okay well we'll just stop there then and keep it safe but uh (laughs) i feel like that much is cool you know what i'm I'm still interested in collaborating (laughs) with blizzard i'm gonna put that out there if you're tuned in and and we have naeem stewart artist extraordinaire i mean you i mean he's a pro stippling that's that's pretty much what he primarily does is he only does stippling <laughs> i haven't done stippling in a year do you know what you know what stippling is it's, absolutely yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's the dots yeah pretty much you you draw yeah, explain it for the listeners so pretty much you use uh ink dots uh whether it be black or colored and you will just create an image just using dots that's what i did i mean i still do it i haven't done it actually in a couple of months Probably to a year now. I've been focusing more on digital, uh, drawing digitally. Uh, but yeah, I just do all types of stuff. But that was one of the things that 
uh, if he remembered me doing when he first met me. So, yeah, because you did like this huge piece for TwitchCon, yeah. right? The TwitchCon art show, and it yeah. was like this huge dwarf, and it was amazing. We're gonna add it in the footnotes if you're listening and curious of what that looks like. Yeah, but it's a real cool piece, and it was like the like I knew of stippling. Like you've definitely kind of seen that art before, but I've never watch someone do it and uh naeem used to stream himself literally just making dots on twitch (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would stream at late at night uh started like around eight nine o'clock pacific time and just do that till five six in the morning go to sleep and go to work yeah yeah i would probably sleep like three hours and go straight to work usually so so when you're stippling, how do you know you're making what you want to make like how do you plan it out some way when I did it, I pretty much had a simple image just sketched out. And then when I started stippling, I just let it go. Just run it free. And then whatever comes with it, I make it happen. Nice. So, yeah. All right. Well, cool. I mean, more on that, you could probably go to his VODs, I, I'm sure, if you wanted to see that in action. But we're talking about BlizzCon. And BlizzCon was super fun. It was both of your first times at BlizzCon? First time. Yeah, oh, first time. wow. It was, this is my second, so it's not like I'm like the super vet, but BlizzCon is, was, it's, it's a great experience. I think when you have such a focus cons, like we talked in the Comic-Con episode of how like, you know, when you go to a con- Comic-Con or an Anime-Con, it's so many different properties come together that, you know, you get what you like. Everyone gets what they're like, but sometimes you don't get enough. And when you have something so targeted like BlizzCon, where it's just all Blizzard everything, it was so cool. They had like a whole large live Dark Moon fair. They had multiple they esports. Did? Yeah, they had that. We, <laughs> yeah, you missed that. They had a full size Dark Moon fair. It was, and it spanned like multiple buildings. It felt, it honestly felt that, that this year it was almost a little too big for the Anaheim Convention Center. And y'all, y'all might have to move it to LA Convention Center. You know, I'm just saying, Blizzard, you know, not only would that make that trip way easier, but yeah. you'll have a lot more space. It'll mm-hmm. be a good time. I think it's time, Blizzard. Come on down to L.A. Make make our <laughs> lives way easier. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, but every year it starts off with the opening ceremony, and we get those sweet sweet announcements. It's basically like the Apple kind of like keynote speech, but for Blizzard nerds, and it's super exciting. And they even have their own little versions of "Wait, There's More." Mm-hmm. But let's uh, kick it off with the Blizzard property most people are familiar with which is world of warcraft they yes 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 they announced tides of vengeance which is uh the war between uh and and you know this little tizzy that they hooked me up with they gave me the press you know info so i can just read it off <laughs> and <laughs> the war between the horde and the alliance reaches a crucial turning point in tides of vengeance the upcoming first major content update for battle for azeroth that will bring new content, including the Battle of Dazar Alor Raid and Battle for Darkshore Warfront, and more. And there's and then they added a nice cinematic, which Naeem got to watch. Uh, I have sat there and watched him watch it. <laughs> Malika and I got to watch it live. I, I loved it. It was amazing. And mm-hmm. I and unfortunately, when Malik watched it, even when he watched the live stream, he didn't get the cheers. Uh-huh. But there was something about hearing the cheers at the specific moments and just the energy that's in the room. But for those who, once again, this will be in the footnotes for you to watch later, but just a quick cliff notes. Um, 
If you are unaware, uh, at the top of Battle for Azeroth, uh, in the general en encounter in which you're joining the with a whole bunch of new players, you there's a battle in which you arrest Saurfang, Saurfang um, and he's just in jail. So this picks up from there where mm -hmm. Alduin goes down to check and he's kind of feeling weathered by the war, seeing so many people dying, which has been a good... It's so interesting with war, uh, the World of Warcraft because they are so good at like both like making a game that sits in a constant state of war, but still like have that kind of down to earth take of like this is bad. We're losing people. We this we don't want this. Like yeah, we're having fun out here questing, but there are you know problems that come with war. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so he goes down, consults with Saurfang. You find out that Saurfang uh, is not happy with uh, Sylvanas and the t where she's taking Rightly the horde. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> well, some people disagree. You know. Yeah, I, you know. Well, Sylvanas still got stands. Yeah. Uh, so wait, 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 Naeem, are you horde? Hey, okay, here's the thing. I, wow, <laughs> wow, wow! Did not know this. No, I didn't say I was. I, I, I like both sides. I have, I have characters on both sides. Mm -hmm. I started on Alliance. Um, I'm but the character I'm playing now is Alliance, but I still have love for Horde. I don't. I mean, I mm. I, I just look at both mm. sides and see what's going on mm. to to figure out the Naeem the, over here with good people on both sides. <laughs> yeah, right here. yeah, yeah. So as a um a both sideser, um, how do you feel about this new expansion? Because it does kind of uh bring the both together, sort well, of. Well, at, at first I did not care for Alduin right at the beginning. I was all for King Varian, uh, and when he, you know, died, got killed by uh, Gul'dan, I had to like get in used to this new guy. And and so far he's pretty cool. Uh, I believe he's a paladin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So or priest, uh, I think. I guess he's a paladin. But... Yeah, he might be a paladin. Okay. He's he's. I'm I'm kind of going based off of his Hearthstone. Role, yeah, <laughs> but uh, so far, I'm, I haven't played much of the expansion because of work and other stuff. But uh, so far, it's, it's pretty good like, really good. I haven't played a Legion, was good too, but uh, anyway, uh, it's it, so far, it's pretty good. Uh, I want to explore more about Sarfang's uh, uh, his uh what do you call it his uh mindset when it comes to what he perceives as what the horde looks for in his eyes uh as well as uh sylvanas she's pretty much uh, i know we have like you said stands for mm -hmm. sylvanas but what she's doing in my opinion is pretty effed up yeah yeah uh, i mean she's she's basically committing genocide <laughs> yeah and uh, I'm interested to see if Sarfang could potentially be the new war chief eventually, especially since he, you know, if you played Wrath of the Lich King, you know, he lost his son at yeah. that time. And then, you know, I want to see what his mindset is. I just want to explore more of Sarfang because he's a really interesting character. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited for that. And, and, and it's, it is so funny because I do feel like on the Horde side, their big angle is that there's so much turmoil in the leadership of the Horde, mm. where Alliance, our thing has just been trying to... It, it does seem like Alliance are kind of being played as the good guys, where our biggest mission is whatever the expansion pack is about. And, you know, there's never... The, our first change of power has been when King Varian Wren died, mm. which... 
I skipped uh, Warlords and Legion because I just got caught up in other games. So I came back for Battle for Azeroth, and I'm like, ooh, man, I'm excited to see my man Varian. You know, he's finally getting to fight the Horde. It's time to get spiced up. And then I come in, I'm like, where, uh, where is he at? Why is, why is Alduin running everything? And then someone had to go and tell me that he is dead. And I was like, wait, what? They straight killed my mans off behind my back. Uh, that's why that's why you play through all expansions, y'all, so you don't come back when your fave is dead. <laughs> Didn't even get to see him off. I have to go back and play it, but it's not even the same because I know that I'm already in the future of it. You've, you've seen the cutscene, though, right? The video of him. No. You're just oh. trying to rub it in now. Oh, I thought you watched it. No, should, I did not watch it. Oh, I will, oh, I will play through that point and watch it when I get to that point, Naeem. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm sorry. I, I thought you actually watched it. That's how Moving somebody told you. On. <laughs> sorry. We also had, you know, the confirmation of a release date of WoW Classic. Uh, it will launch in the summer of 2019 and will be included with your WoW subscription. Uh, BlizzCon attendees can demo it early. Uh, and uh, it was on the show floor. Me and Naeem got to play it. <laughs> um, it's WoW Classic. <laughs> That's my take on that. Uh-oh. That's it. Well, what, what do you think of classic? Um, so I've been playing WoW for a really long time. I'm on a day one server, mm-hmm. Manoroth, come mm-hmm. find me. Um, but I what I started what six years ago, and this is what a fourteen year old game yep. now. So even I don't feel like OG. Yeah. And it's kind of cool to maybe have that opportunity to be like, what were you guys all freaking out about? Yeah. I mean, it was it was. Look, I will say there was interest in being like, oh, what is this like version everyone's so hyped about? Uh, be, but I came in like Burning Crusade. But I, I came in in the same sense. I don't know how familiar. I feel like everyone in this room will be gamers and understand. But everyone remembers like that period where there were tons of MMOs mm-hmm. and you would play an MMO, but you weren't playing an MMO. You were just kind of leveling a bit before you were like, all right, <laughs> you know, like, that, and that's kind of how it was, that's that's how I did with BC. Then Wrath of the Lich King came, and I kind of first finally had a guild, people to cheer me on, someone who knew what they were doing, and something to build towards, and that's when it became, like, uh, the best off-tank Onara has ever seen. Um, <laughs> but, I, but even then, like, I remember I really liked Wrath, because that's when I kind of got, good at the game and understood yeah, it and they had the they just introduced the dungeon finder or the raid finder mm-hmm. and i was real excited about that because uh if if you were unfamiliar the way you had to find raids were speaking in all chats in the middle of the town and people would run these weird quizzes from you and expect you to know the raid even if you're mm-hmm. like hey it's my first run mm-hmm. oh you don't get a first run you mm-hmm. got to know the raid and then the, if you if it is someone who's like i'm gonna let you run through it's like well did you watch all the videos <laughs> (laughs) and you're like yeah i did but it's still not the same as actually playing the game uh so and there there was just a lot of gatekeeping and it made for the end game being very slow and stilted if you didn't have a guild uh and raid finder kind of got rid of all that 
and people were mad about it. And I think the thing people are mad about is that they don't get to be elitist. That and that is my true heart of hearts feel on people's anger towards like a lot of the improvements because a lot of the quality of life improvements helped with a lot of these things that I felt were wrong on a social level and wow, which is like people gatekeeping and being being able to be elitist within the game and when there was a way to skip them and they can't, you know, have this kind of uh, hold over you now all of a sudden the game's bad um but to stay on the task for wild classic i turned it on me and i played i got a quest i hit map to see where the quest was <laughs> it wasn't there and i was like oh yeah okay i'm not gonna be playing this <laughs> yeah uh i played wow from the get-go right when it launched uh i got it for right around christmas 2005 or something like that and uh that was pretty much i played an mmo beforehand before uh, uh wow it was dark ages for nexon made it or whatever but the war world of warcraft was my first full mmo experience and uh comparing wow to now compared to where it was, it's such a nine and day thing because, like, if he said, when you look at your map, if you get a quest, usually now you can see where you need to go. It, it's so easy. Before, you had to literally read the quest and figure out where such is such. If you had to kill like 10 yeah. bandits, mm-hmm. you had to like read it where it's at. It's a mine southwest of the location right now. You have to go there, find it, and then kill slowly 10, uh, or ten or so amounts of uh, 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 whatever to uh, complete a quest, then come back to return it. You couldn't qu- you couldn't complete the quest right then and there. You had to come back to the the quest giver at the hill, for example, uh, ten minutes away, uh, get another quest, go back out. It, it was such slow, grindy experience. But because I was so young personally, and I was just having fun and just enamored by the world that I was seeing, I was like, okay. Whatever, it's cool. This is cool. Um, but th- I think personally, there'll be such a wake up call once this comes out. Granted, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it. For sure, <laughs> I'm gonna play it. But I think once people get over the, the nostalgia feeling of playing WoW vanilla, they'll be like, oh, I don't know if this was as fun as I remember. Well, in in the but I think because this will answer the question of did people want a vanilla wow experience or did people want a free wow experience because that's what it's going to answer because remember that was the main thing that where blizzard was shutting down these services all these servers were free yeah so we we're getting the wow the, the same game that other people are paying a subscription fee for you were getting it for free mm. and you were saying the reason you wanted it is because it was vanilla and wow didn't offer that so now that wow was offering that it's gonna be it's, it's it's gonna be interesting. It's like so now. Do you want it or did you want a free WoW? Well, there was things I can say during WoW, classic the classic area that were just amazing times. Like if you were if you got a, a raid of forty people together, you oh, managed to yeah. do that. And, that was and incredible. You you managed to defeat say Ragnaros in Moncor. That feeling of just seeing forty individual people just cheer on in Ventrilo. Ventrilo is a mm. Before Discord, yeah, we're on yeah. Discord now. But <laughs> yeah, Ventrilo is an app. Yeah, I know. Of course, everyone yeah, knows what to, it is. But you uh, had to I, pay for I a server. It Vent. Vent. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Vent or Teamspeak. I was Team more speak of a Teamspeak or... guy. <laughs> I didn't play. I was on Teamspeak. But yeah, Counter Strike was all about Teamspeak. Yeah, yeah. Ventrilo was for the MMO nerds. Yeah, and some, vice versa for some people. <laughs> but just just having that moment of hearing just forty people 
and then people waiting outside in the raid and just hearing that you've defeated the Ragnaros and it's your first guild uh, raid boss kill is amazing. And I know people want to have that feeling again, that nostalgia feeling, but uh, at the same time, it was hard to get 40 people together and be on the same page to actually strategize to beat a boss. And and Molten Core and Blackwing Lair and Nexramus was so hard to deal with that, you know. But that's just one of the things that was both pros and cons when dealing with a WoW Classic back then compared to now. Mm. Well, that was that, yeah. So, you know, love it love it or not, it's going to be there. And if you're already sub to WoW, no extra price to you. So I think that's a win-win either way. And, you know, last but not least, they announced the the kind of charity gift. They Every year they do a charity gift where if you buy it, the proceeds go towards charity. And this year it's going to benefit Code.org, which is a nonprofit dedicated to expanding computer science education to schools and increasing participation by women and minorities, which is cool. Like, that, that not only is it a charity, but it's a charity that, hope, that helps women and minorities. And, you know, we definitely want more of that in STEM tech and in gaming. And, you know, to see a company like Blizzard be proactive about that by, you know, helping a charity like that that's real cool to see uh and yeah this year it's a cute little womper so you can adopt that uh it's a womper for for people who don't play uh blizzard game it's basically abominable snowman um, <laughs> but look it up it's cute uh but we got to talk about the big old overwatch announcement that came out it was exciting everyone's super hyped about it but we'll get into that right after these messages Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, We are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, That's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist, it's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. And we're back. Uh, Just like that, you know. And we're going to jump in. We're going to speed it up. We got real nostalgic uh, with WoW. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to try and be on everyone's head. But uh, Overwatch kicked off with a McCree animated short, uh, which uh, showed this character, Ash, which was super exciting. Well, before that... We saw this apple pie that was so good that it made me go get an apple pie today. I was like, yeah, the apple pies are bomb. You're right, McCree. 
Um, but uh, the animated short, which will be in, once again, the footnotes. Footnotes? Uh, that's me cosplaying as Miles. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you don't listen to the Days of Zeitgeist, then you don't know what I just did. Um, but it was cool because this was very much a, like... I don't want to say trolley because that seems like it's mean, but just definitely like exciting announcement because, you know, they talked about how almost every character in that cinematic would be fun as a playable character. And it's true. And then they went through. I thought they swerved us at the end by introducing that Echo character. But then he was like, Echo's not ready yet. And we're like, oh, damn. And they're like, but what if it's this guy? And I was like, oh, he was like, but it's not. What if it's this guy? Oh, but it's not. What if it was Bob? And was like, oh, but it's not. It's Ash, and we're like, yeah! And then they play Ash's uh, kind of announcement, uh, you know, video, and it's good. And then to- towards the end of it, uh, Bob pops up, and we're like, oh! And I'm losing my mind because I thought it was a double character announcement. It was not. It's just her ultimate, which we'll get into that. Actually, yeah, this will be pretty long because all of us had a chance to play, and your boy got real sweaty. I got to play the game in the media room because I don't play. I don't play. I don't care if y'all trying to test out this new character. I'm in here trying to get wins. Uh, me and the guy who decided to stop playing as Ash and play a healer just so we can win. I was like, this is the type of scum lord stuff that I'm into, taking the media t- chance to learn this new character and trying to win uh but yeah so we had ash she's a gunslinger she was she's in the deadlock game she has a um i don't know what would you call that like awesome that, gun the, yeah like <laughs> but it's like it is like a staple in uh, western yeah, like, it's, it's like the, a repeater basically. yeah like a repeat like, boom yeah yeah so play red yeah, so it's a it's a repeater rifle, uh, which is so versatile and cool because you have, uh, without aiming down sights, it's shooting pretty fast, mm. and then when you aim down sights, it shoots slower, but it has like that sniper rifle damage, and mm. it does seem like it gets that bonus damage with headshots. Uh, so it's a uh, um, or lever action, yes, repeater or lever action for the cowboys in the room. Uh, but she is super fun. She her uh, shift attack is a sawed off that knocks you both back. But if you shoot it in the ground, you can use it oh, as yeah. a rocket jump. Mm-hmm. She has a dynamite, which does damage over time because it catches you on fire. Which has a uh, fuse, or you can shoot it so it can explode immediately. Uh, and her ultimate is Bob. He he charges forward, slams down, and then starts to shoot automatically. And once I figured this out, that's how I ended up getting play of the game. We were playing on El Dorado. That was the map we were playing on. And that first little cave that you have um, at the beginning before the turn for the payload, we were all in there fighting. And I was like, oh, I think I just figured out that Bob is a charge. Like, it doesn't just appear. And when I did it, he pushed all of our enemies out of the cave, slammed down, and proceeded to kill everyone. Uh, so so that's when I was like, oh, this will be fun to see the ways you can use it because you're basically firing Bob forward in the charge motion. And it seems like it does get a little pushback so you can have fun with that on the edge. Or if you're in Naeem, Naeem who smacked Bob off the, <laughs> just basically auto-killed someone's ult because it charged towards Naeem and he smacked him right off of the level. Yeah, and it was over. Yeah, we, uh, what do you all think of Ash? Sorry, that was a I was a mouthful. <laughs> well, I mean, I loved like witnessing that reveal video with you, mm-hmm. Iffy, because it was, oh, is it going to be her? Oh, is it going to be oh, yeah. you know who? And and I was like, 
iffy. I hope it's Bob. And everybody's like, yeah, is it Bob? You know, and I, I'm really glad that he is um, added to this whole Overwatch world. Uh, I did not have an epic play with Bob. <laughs> I was like, oh, ooh, it's all charged up now. And I, I wasn't even really looking where I was looking. And I like shot him into one of those like, rooms where there's pickups mm. and he was just by himself and I'm like that was the most epic <laughs> yeah you said you said Bob on break you're like yeah. hey go there and take a breather <laughs> you know everyone's using you to fight their weird battles I'm just gonna let you relax I really liked uh, the dynamite the dynamite was the most fun for me because it gave you the option because in such a fast paced game you're like well, it would be generally helpful if that dynamite blew up over there and then you can time that explosion yeah Oh yeah, so it's it's really great. You can it's so versatile in the ways you can use the dynamite. And then also, what both of you got to experience between me, there 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 was one other thing Overwatch related that was at BlizzCon's, and I'm gonna just read the the press uh, kit they sent. Lucio's is here. <laughs> With the help of Kellogg's, the popular Lucio in-game spray has become a reality. The cereal will be available for purchase starting in late December at various retailers in the United States. Some lucky attendees at BlizzCon and those visiting Kellogg's NYC Cafe in Union Square this weekend will be some of the first to boost their breakfast with the Lucio Sonic Vanilla flavor. Who may have been one of those lucky uh, people? Well, it was your boy. Your boy went and hounded, and I got to give shouts out to Blizzard, because I felt like any other company would have been really annoyed at. I've <laughs> checked back with them every hour on the hour, but they they had it they had it waiting for me when I went with Naeem to get the Lucios, and I've never been more happy. It's you, sitting in my house. You didn't let go of the box. When I no, was like, no. You put it in my bag. And no, I was like, no, nah, it needs to be right here. <laughs> it was safe like with clutching me. it like a baby. I, I know. Like, Dude. That I wanted that so bad, and I got it. It's so beautiful. I, you know, I am taking a keto break, and yeah, I could have opened it up to taste, and I was like, you know what? No. Mostly because I said I was going to do something with it, and I think I will. My, uh, The voice of Lucio, Johnny Cruz, is my friend, my buddy, and I'm going to get him to sign that box of cereal, and it will be uh, put up as uh, a giveaway during the extra live stream that I plan on doing this month. So, you know, someone else will get lucky, um, just like the Daft Punk song. And if, you know, it's November, so you'll still get it early before it drops in mid-December, it seems like. So, stay tuned. Show up on Twitch. You know, all that stuff. We're doing it for the charities, so it's a good cause. Let's jump over to Heroes of the Storm. All my MOBA heads, where y'all at? Uh, just me? All right. All no, right. Andy, Andy. Excuse me. Yeah, all right, all right. So we got a new hero in Heroes of the Storm, which I pretty much expected, but what I did not expect was this is their first ever Nexus-born hero, which means it's not from a previous IP. If you're unaware of Heroes of the Storm, Heroes of the Storm basically, uh, it takes the, uh, it takes... The sorry, it, it like, takes heroes from other yeah. Blizzard properties and puts them in the game. So you have Warcraft heroes like uh, uh, Malfurion. Malfurion. Yeah, we Arthas, have uh, I think, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, who Lich King. Yeah, 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 Arthas is in there. And then you have Diablo heroes mm. like Leoric, uh, the Crusader. I think, uh, I think the is the Demon Hunter in it yet? No, no, uh, Demon Hunter. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. Kel'Thuzad is in um, it too. And then you have uh, Overwatch characters like Tracer, Genji, and Reaper? uh, Reaper's, Reaper's not in it. Oh, okay. in it. 
Um, and then we what's uh, what's in the StarCraft Zero Tool? You know, uh, the Zergs. <laughs> you know, a Rainer. You know, all those dudes. So it's very fun. So instead of pulling from that resource, they're like, we're creating a new hero called Orphea, uh, which is the um, heir of the Raven Court and daughter of the nefarious Raven Lord. Uh, and it's pretty cool. I I got to play her a bit. She's she's very fun. Uh, she's she's a kind of ranged hero. Uh, her Q is kind of this range attack that pulls uh, pulls your enemy towards you or pulls her towards the enemy. Her W is a uh, forward attack button, uh, and her E is a uh, it it shoots a a uh, area of effect hit that can be used to slow. And her ultimate allows her one allows her to damage a whole area for a piece of time and the other i forget um but that can be included in this package that we will also include in the footnotes uh all the deets will be there uh so anything i might have missed will be there but yeah it seems like she uses some kind of like he referred to it as dead magic yeah and it's like some dark purple thing basically look like venom uh, if it oh, wasn't okay, yeah. uh, the bad Tom Hardy version, <laughs> it's it's really cool. She seems cool. She's carrying this like casket container on her back. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Um, but I I'm, really like her hair. Yeah, and one other fun note is they announced uh, they kind of teased and announced that Leork will be getting a janitor skin, which looks super fun. Oh, it's, that was really funny. Yeah, and they, it seems like they're doing a whole school theme for their skins. So that's Heroes of the Storm for all my storm heads. Hots. Then we're going to talk about woo, Diablo. Mm. Oh boy. Because yeah, this was a this was a this was a this was a moment. Uh and and I will, I will talk about what's going on and I will talk about how I feel. So, we'll start with the good, which is they announced Diablo 3 the Eternal Collection now available on Switch, which I've been grinding for the past two nights. It's been super fun. If you've been grinding, I we need to exchange stuff. I'm already uh <laughs> level 70. Oh so you, I just I guess they were fifty or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'd li- I wasn't playing when I said I was grinding. <laughs> I was grinding. I am like on the third. I, I'm getting the fourth season journey reward. <laughs> I'm running riffs. I was not. I was grinding that ass off. <laughs> and I was here, proud of myself from going leveled, you know, zero to twenty four last night. Yeah, yeah. No, I was. I was not playing, but. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I will power level anyone who wants it, though. So, so if you want to power level and get to this end game content, hit your boy up. Yeah, no, I love Diablo. Is like that perfect game that's just there, and you can always get back into it and have fun. Like that's what I love about Diablo. I love just you know, and the season system is perfect for that. You can do the end game stuff, pop off, and the the community's there on Switch. Like I, they have the quick match mm-hmm. that lets you match with people. And man, we we were busting heads all day. Uh, so definitely, and then they have the Switch Diablo Three Collection Bundle, which comes with a uh, special commemorative uh, Switch. The dock has some art on it. The back of the actual console has some art on it. Uh, you know, I would have liked a little art on the Joy-Cons as, you know, just to carry, because yeah. that's what I'm going to see the most of. Mm-hmm. I dip, My dock is behind my TV, but that's a me thing. If, if, if your dock is like where it's visible with 
most consoles usually are visible, mm-hmm. uh, then it probably looks cool. And it comes with a super dope bag. But we got to talk about the thing we were all groany about, which is Diablo Immortal. Blizzard introduced uh, an authentic Diablo experience with Diablo Immortal, the mobile MMO action RPG, and the newest entry into the Diablo series. So just uh, off rip, uh, just so you know, it takes place between Diablo 2 and 3, those stories in between, and, you know, it is a mobile device. And people are saying the that it, it feels like a reskin of um, the company who made the, made it other game. I went to look at videos, and it didn't look similar like it, it has the same top down diablo 3 diablo i mean not diablo 3 but diablo series feel the one that they're saying it's a reskin of is more of a kind of third person action so i feel like the ui is similar but the there isn't much diversity in cell phone game ui so that's a kind of already a weak argument to begin in my mm-hmm. in my point of view you have one side being the thumbstick and you have the other side being buttons that your finger press so which is kind of pretty much in like PUBG is the same thing on phone yeah and it's actually pretty fun when uh when i play i still play it uh every now and again but yeah that's usually the control setup for most mobile games yeah so with that being said uh you know i played it and i actually enjoyed it like i will say when i first heard the announcement i was team and it wasn't because i was feeling like it was a reskin or anything i just you know i i I, just phone games seem like especially if you have all these stories that you're trying to tell it's like that could be a dlc for the switch or that could be a dlc for the thing but once i actually played it it actually plays really well and especially coming off of grinding uh diablo and then coming to the cell phone version, it really did feel like it. they did a good job of transferring the feel to the cell phone version. Um, I'm not, you know, sucking up because I got a media, you know, whatever you, you know, I, this, this is just how I feel. Some people may feel differently, but it seems like a few of the outlets that did get their hands on it feel the same way as I do, that it feels pretty good once you play it everyone i've talked to at the at the con naeem can be my witness that that when they played it it felt good so i i i just you know say if you're if you're not into cell phone the games at all then yeah definitely don't like break your your rule of not liking cell phone games to try it out but if you do like cell phone games and you're afraid that it's just a reskin, I say give it a shot because it definitely didn't feel like a reskin. But full disclosure, I also didn't play the game that was reskin. I kind of just went through and watched videos and tried to compare to what I played. And just from the videos that I saw, it definitely didn't feel like a reskin. Yeah. Um, I didn't play it. Uh, I think you played it, right? No. Oh, are you? Okay. Uh, it's, it, I just, it's, I know there's pros and cons with releasing it on mobile i know people want it on a pc diablo is a deep game and you know you need your keyboards or you know your configuration to do a lot of stuff but they not much information to my knowledge has been released for this thing yet so i people are already jumping to conclusions i know we talked about this beforehand and people already jumped to conclusions about what's going to be the game is going to be just a straight rip off of the third party uh other game that uh allegedly that people are looking at that's comparing it to it but uh there's like i said pros and cons to this uh the putting it on a mobile market which is also just pretty big still to this, still to this day uh introduces a, a wider audience to Diablo which eventually when Diablo 4 comes out you'll be able to 
bring those people that you already got from them playing Immortal to the new Diablo 4 yeah. that's supposedly going to come out. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that's really what it is. I think it's less. I think the game is getting the brunt of people being mad that they have to wait uh, for Diablo. Um, I mean, technically, comparatively, we're not the. We haven't waited the longest yet because Diablo 2 Lord of Darkness came out in 2001 and Diablo 3 came out in 2012. So we have yet to reach the 11 or, or the 11 year wait that uh, people who waited for two and three to hit yet. So I think it's, and I think, you know, trust the devs when they're like, hey, um, you know, we're doing that. Because there was a video that came out that kind of made me roll my eyes where it was the Q&A portion of Diablo and someone was like, oh, is this an out-of-season April Fool's joke? And, like, you know, it was like, yeah, it's cool, it's funny for the memes, but, like, at the end of the day, it's disrespectful. I was going to add an extra syllable that uh, wouldn't have made it to the cut. Um, <laughs> it, it, it That type of stuff gets me riled up because when you know what goes into game design, when you know the work, like, even though it's a game that you don't care about, even like even if it was a reskin of a game, that's still a lot of work that would have went in to put the Diablo assets into that game and you and and like i at the same time i don't want to like negate anyone's feelings but there is like a level of entitlement when you think you can walk up to someone who worked hard and is like genuinely excited to share something that they spent time created and kind of spit in their face like that and think that you're in the right and i think there's that's the source of a lot of things that are wrong today that when you feel that you are in the right you think it absolves you from any type of decency and that's not the case you still have to be a good human even if you are mad you have to be the bigger on the way here when i was parking somebody came and um and they cut me off and they they were honking behind me the whole time and they cut me off uh, they they kind of came around because I was making a left turn and she, she had her window down. And she was yelling, and I was like, "Shut!" Like I there was there was a moment where I had to decide: do I just park, or do I follow this person, and make them mad? But besides the optics of this giant black guy following this angry white woman, uh, and just but I was like, no, don't do that. "It's not." <laughs> Please don't do that. Yeah, it's like it's it's like you know it's not. That serious, like that would still be a crappy thing to do, even though like I feel like I'm justified because she is targeting me, mm-hmm. um, and and that's what it comes down to is like you know it, it feels old now because of everything that has happened between this quote and up of the when they when 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 they go low we go high. I think you know there's sometimes where we need to you know rethink that uh, that analogy, but I think in general in life. You definitely want to do that, especially over something that's supposed to be fun, like a video game. Definitely in a video game. You got to understand. And you also got to understand and appreciate people who will like that. Because there are people who probably saw that and did get excited. And now you're you're kind of sending this energy of like, oh, no, you're dumb for liking this. Um, but that's my mini Diablo rant. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to do a complete 180 uh, as we talk about Hearthstone right after these messages. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's full regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Act Activating Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. All right, and we're back, and uh, we're going to close out StarCraft. I'm going to just hit their announcements up, but no one in here is a StarCraft uh, two-head, except for Dan. Poor Dan, (laughs) he threw his hands up in disappointment. But yeah, we have Zero Tool dropping uh, in the new co-op mode, uh, which, uh, you know, I thought Zero Tool was always around, but I guess, you know. uh, So how excited were you are? Speaking of uh, StarCraft professional scene, a white dude, the first time in 20 years, uh, one uh, in the yeah yeah I think the first instance of where people were like yeah a white dude needs to win. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it was there. Yeah, it was a, a scene that's dominated by Koreans. Uh, finally, uh, that was interesting. I, I had a friend texting me updates, and she was like, just in it. She was at the stadium, and she was like, it was crazy. Uh, um, and now you can also gain war chest from watching people do it on Twitch. But let's talk about Hearthstone. Um, you know, before we even start into what this is eventually going to talk about. I want to say I really did enjoy the game. Me and Malika had a great game uh, playing with the expansion. It was super fun. It was great. Um, but Ify, that was the longest game yeah. of Hearthstone I've ever played in my life. <laughs> it, was, it was so back and forth. Yeah, that was what was so crazy. It was long, and it felt like at any moment you or me were going to win. It just kept going back. It was it was real fun. They had these two cards that we both had. Um, we, we both had one card. It was two in total. That would have this feature called Shrine, in which if you killed it, it would just come back in three turns. Right, exactly. But they all had a super dope effect. Her card 
had uh, its attack was however much armor she had. And my card had a plus one spell damage for every spell in my hand. So her card was filled with armor up cards and my uh, my deck was filled with spells. And so it was just this back and forth where like this big scary guy would come right. because she was armored up and then I would have to, but he still had the same health. Right. So I would just need to do eight damage to knock him out. Right. And then... It's me trying to build up and prepare for this guy to come back. And she was just getting her armor up. It was real fun. I'm real excited for this expansion. The announcement, however. So let's talk about trolls as a whole. Trolls are, you know, they're a race that comes from the Warcraft universe. have been in WoW. Um, one of the best designs on the Horde, I will say. Uh, but a lot of their design borrow kind of Aztec designs. And their voice borrows a Jamaican accent. Uh, so they're, they're these Jamaican, semi-Aztec characters. And it never seemed like an issue. Like me speaking from my, you know, point of view and perspective. Back in like, you know, early 2000s, 2006 and such when they first dropped. And then I feel like, you know, now we're in a time where it's it's different. It is it's, different. It's, it's, it's very different. It's it, it, it things are different, and you know he was. Uh, you, it. I feel like Blizzard is in a weird position, and I don't have a solution for them right now. Where they have these trolls, and they have this race that talks like Jamaican, uh, Jamaicans, and like if someone was to be talking like a troll in a blizzard setting like blizzcon you'd be like oh they're just talking like a troll but if they were talking like a troll in a normal setting where no one's aware of (laughs) blizzard properties they'd be like why is this white dude doing a jamaican accent i will even go further to say that there are white jamaicans with full-on jamaican Mm -hmm. accents but Mm -hmm. that's very nuanced very different so there so let this brings us (laughs) Well, also, I don't know if you felt this way at the opening ceremony, but when they were doing the Hearthstone announcement, I felt super awkward because he also, like, shot it over to the new trailer with the Jamaican accent, and then he also talked about how they are a proud people, (laughs) and it was so weird. Uh, Yeah, I know. It's It's so funny because it's like... And, I don't, and and this is one of those things where I feel like it is going to be a thing that like probably went over anyone who's not a person of color's head. I, but I actually know because I, I was in the. I, I, disagree, I was in the. I, yeah, I will say I I do disagree. I was in um the Buzzfeed Slack because I was out of office, but obviously because I'm a great coworker for the coworkers who couldn't watch the opening ceremony, I was feeding them info. Mm-hmm. And one of the coworkers uh, who were dope and bought virtual tickets were also kind of helping me out with that. And one was like, I am not feeling this. I'm not. And, the, and it's the thing, because it's a weird thing where like, I want to defend it because I know context wise what you're doing, but I don't want to take anyone's agency to say like, I don't like this. <laughs> Right. And then also you mentioned that when they made that announcement, like nobody laughed. Yeah, yeah, I felt like no one like a joke. Yeah, I felt like no one knew what to do because it was supposed to be like exciting because it was a troll cult. We were like, where are we going, Mon? But it's like 
<laughs> it's like, yeah. it just seems like this white dude doing a Jamaican accent. And even like in the Battle for Azeroth, you see the troll like Jamaicanism stuff kind of toned down. So to see it like flip back to this in Hearthstone, it is kind of like, whoa. Um, but I, f- you know, hey, <laughs> I feel like here's the thing. These these discussions need to happen, whether whether we agree or not. And I and, and by agree, I mean me, other blacks and Jamaicans. I want to fit, put that down so hard. I'm so tired of watching pe- white people on Twitter try and explain to people of color why something isn't racism. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to try and keep it as short as possible because we're running on time. But you cannot. I, I, and for some people, I get where you're coming from. I know you're trying to be like, this is why from the, but you cannot do, do it. You, you, you would not be able to fathom. Like I would never be able to explain to a woman why something isn't sexist because I've never in my life, nor will I ever know what that feels like. I, I, I can know something like it. Like I, you know, there was a comment made in uh, one of the, uh, last BuzzFeed videos that was in that a uh, woman jokingly was like, I like seeing men struggle. And the comments were filled with trolls being like, Oh, this is so sexist. Cause if a man would have said it, and I was like, well, if a man would have said it and it was, if, if we were able to do that easy of an equation, then sexism wouldn't exist. That's why things are different. That's why, you know, it, like it's, 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 it's like people just want to remove the nuance of things and make it equal when things aren't equal to begin with. And that's why you can't have these discussions as a thing of like, well, if X did it, this would be fine. Or if X did this, this would be fine. If we can just take a big step back and talk about Apu and people off want to talk groundskeeper Willie and he's not talking about, well, what about groundskeeper Willie? It was like, well, you know, you could probably go on TV and find a hundreds of different portrayals of Scottish people. And out of that, you will have good portrayals and there would be enough to surmise that this character is a joke. But when you have one South Asian perception of someone and that becomes the baseline that becomes the barometer for people of what South uh, Asian slash Indian people are like that's when it's a problem when you don't when you are using stereotypes because that is Apu whether people want to admit it or not or is is the only Indian people of Indian person that some people know there are some people who have never met an Indian person in their life and they're only information on what they're like and they and and through the show i will admit they probably learned some good stuff they probably learned like information about his religion information like there's stuff that the show does right but that accent and the fact that like you know you have someone like hari kondabolu who can go around and find all these other indian people who said they've been called apu in a disparaging way you have to take a seat and stop being like oh because i'm not racist with it then everything's fine and i and and you know because that's a bad way to look at it because one if you really had empathy and compassion, you wouldn't just be using yourself as the barometer of if something's bad and how something makes you feel, especially when you're not the one affected. Woo, this went from a BlizzCon talk to a talk about, uh, you know, um, well, that's usually how all our episodes go. At this point, I me restating it is like, it, it's like, whatever. Um, <laughs> woo, uh, but yeah. Rastacon, I think that and that was the cherry on top. Is Rastacon was if yeah, it was any was, mm. 
other <laughs> name. I pr- we probably wouldn't even be having this combo. But it, I think it's one of those things where it is like I like almost in the sense of like to take it back where it's something that seems funny but it's just in the just not enough. There's not enough other representation to get away with this stuff. And I think that's just general in general what what the barometer is 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 there enough other representation of where like you can look at this and be like oh this is goofy but at least we can see this dope uh version of the representation here now um and and it's such a bummer too because i can definitely separate this issue and the gameplay and the gameplay was so good i had a great time playing with you iffy i loved Mm -hmm. my deck i would love to play the same game but switch our decks and see how that would play out it was such a good well-balanced game yeah I mean, and that's in the, but the fun thing about this and it being a car thing is it is something that can be just toned down and changed. And, you know, it's, it's literally just, you know, if, if we go in and the voice lines aren't insane, you know, like, right. you know, Bob Marley quotes all over the place. And then it's like, then it's cool. No harm, no foul. But this, I do think, and people will be like, oh, we're more sensitive. And I don't think I, and I genuinely think, and take it from me. The guy who gets paid to tell jokes, who sometimes there have been some jokes that I've had to cut out because, you know, you, if he can't always be woke, uh, you know, no one is being more sensitive. We're just finally in a time where everyone can be heard for better or for worse. <laughs> uh, and and so I, I think and even discussions like these, are we saying that they should cancel this expansion no are we saying that this this needs to be deleted no i think all we're saying is it's something to think about and something going forward that we can kind of be more conscious of and i think that's kind of what hari was doing is is something to think about and something to be more conscious going forward and don't take it as an opportunity to defend yourself because there's nothing really to defend you don't have to defend yourself we just like you to go forward and be more conscious uh but keep making these dope packs because god dang it if this thing ain't fun um that was that was blizzcon but overall i think final thoughts you forgot one game which game did i forget you forgot warcraft 3 Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, <laughs> remastered. Oh man, what a what a what an accidental. But wait, there's more. Yes, this was a game that I actually um, glad Naeem reminded me. I was purposely saving it for last. Oh okay. Because no no, but oh. I did forget. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was saving it for last, and I did forget, as is want to happen at the end of my rant. I this was one of the best moments for me because. Not only was it something that I feel is a long time coming, but I called it the night before. Jeff Kenyatta was like, what do you think they're going to announce? And I was just going like down the list. And I was like, I think we're going to get a Warcraft 3 remaster because it's about that time. Because we just had that Starcraft uh, re-release. And I was like, so it's about that time. So when that happened, I not only was I hyped, but I was feeling that vindicative, like calling something, but also kicking myself in the butt because I was like, I should have tweeted it because I would have been <laughs> that would have been dope. That's every time you like privately call something, you're like, should have tweeted it. Yeah. But yeah, we're getting a Warcraft three reforge, and you're going to experience the beloved real time strategy game like never before. New art, new updated models, and it looks good. It yeah. looks, uh, beautiful. looks really Yeah, good. I think all three of us had the mm-hmm. chance to play it, and uh, the demo we got to play was the Culling of Strathelhorn. Mm-hmm. 
which is a big moment in mm-hmm. the Warcraft universe. It is what turns Arthas into the Lich King. It is the first steps into that. And it kind of closes off with that kind of moment with him and Malganis. And it was like, oh man, I remember playing this in the raid. It's crazy to actually mm-hmm. play the RTS version because I got, I had three and Frozen Throne, but I never played the game because I was playing Zadota. Um, not being good at it, just playing it. Uh, so I'm very curious if people are going to take the three remaster and make, uh, Dota again, make Dota classic. Everything's getting classic versions. I I can see that happening. Um, I just had to get used to that pointing click, uh, way of playing again. I haven't played that in a long time. Well, maybe you should pick up some MOBAs. (laughs) You're probably right. But, uh, I, when I, after just getting used to controls again, it just felt like, I was playing like a, a teenager again. Yeah. It was so smooth. Uh, th- there's a lot more work that they're going to do to it, obviously. But uh, I-, I love the experience. And to experience that big moment again with Arthas and uh, him going down the pathway of darkness, which him eventually becoming a Lich King, I- it was really cool. And uh, I'm looking forward to playing that game. So definitely. Yeah. It was it was a fun and interesting level for them to have you play because it's kind of like a dark level because the concept of the culling of Shathorm is uh this was during uh Warcraft 3 uh where there was a plague going around turning people into these beasts and Arthas says that everyone in this town is infected and the only way to deal with them is to kill these innocent people and Jaina is like you know Bay at the time and you know uh Uther both turn their backs on him and leave because they don't want to do it. And he's going down that righteous but evil path of like, I got to do what's right. And so you're going against the demon and trying to kill the innocent people before he can turn them into demons. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a fun mechanic. Like you get to kill him, but he would always come back like two minutes later, but that would give you a chance to kill freely. Yeah, you are the purge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was great. It was it's it's a it's it was so interesting to see that again for someone, especially as someone who like played the Lich King, like Wrath of the Lich King, and went through. I was running uh uh the a few times because I'm trying to get that mount. Still don't have it. Uh, no, I don't know. Does it still drop? It still drops. Okay. but it it's like a one percent. Yeah, drop. I know. It, yeah, I tried it during vanilla, and it would be I would go there. Oh my gosh! Every thirty minutes. Oh, no, let's <laughs> take a quick vanilla break <laughs> to talk about the BS, which I'm once the changes, which I can't wait for these vanilla classic heads to try. So you would roll for stuff. Oh, I want to get into this. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You go would ahead. roll for stuff, but the way you would do it is whoever is the designated raid leader would get the item Mm -hmm. and then they would have you use the in-game macro to roll and whoever got the highest did it but if you were pugging a guild raid you were oftentimes going to get screwed because uh because what would happen is you would roll and they'd be like oh buff d's one well Eric's actually in our clan, so we're gonna give it to him. And you're like, wait, what? It <laughs> was like, politics it's like, oh this. my gosh, it was one of those things where I wanted to ghost dad someone. Can I still say ghost dad people? Ghost dad is uh, that scene in Ghost Dad when Bill Cosby would go through the phone and choke the dude. But I don't know if I can ghost dad people anymore. We need a ghost dad reboot, is what I'm trying to say. But yeah, I, I, when I played, when I was really into serious uh, rating, uh, I would. There will be points that you can't do. You, there's it's still around nowadays, but back then when you wanted to get into a serious raiding guild, you have to actually apply like a job. Yeah, you have to go to the forums 
and apply like you have the, the character you want to be your main like you say you're a healer you got to apply with that character uh, i had a holy paladin and i'd apply i i did this several times i'd go to the forum and if the the, the uh the guild that i wanted to be in wasn't on the server i would look on other servers and i had to pay 25 bucks per character to transfer to a server still that still exists but it was such a big deal and people will actually interview you on vent or team speak and if you pass it cool then you have to pay to get transferred over and sometimes you're not even fully into the rating guild sometimes you have to wait outside to be able to get a spot possibly you have to like earn your keep then uh some guilds like the ones i was in uh they had a system called uh, DKP. Uh, uh, I forgot what it stands for. Dragon something. Dragon. Yeah, dragon kill points. Uh, <laughs> where? <laughs> Dan was aware. Yeah, dragon kill points. If you don't know what it is, uh, it's basically you would earn points every time you would raid with your guild, and uh, you would use these points to cash in to buy uh, whatever drops. And back then, everyone didn't get a drop like they do now. Oh, uh, it was rough. Yeah. If you wanted a tier item, one tier item would drop <laughs> per class, usually. or it, it's, Basically, you would have to fight for one tier item against seven other people in a 40-man raid uh, 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 group. And- oh, wait, I, I had a player follow me one time. <laughs> that item's not for you. Yeah, yeah. It's better suited to yeah. my character. People were vicious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of politics going on back then. So I'm pretty sure that's going to come back at some point when this class. <laughs> and then people were like, oh, I don't know if this was. I mean, look, WoW Classic had some great things going on with it. And it introduced a lot of people like myself into MMOs. Uh, but it also had issues, which WoW nowadays, for the most part, doesn't. We don't have to deal with now. Yeah, because it does all that for you, and it keeps cheaty, scummy people <laughs> from getting their hands on your gear just to give it to their lobby yeah. friend who yeah. didn't even do yeah. nothing during yeah. the raid. He was playing DPS. I'm the one off tanking. <laughs> so you need to give me the off. Why are you gearing him up? Nah, you better run that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I I was like so relieved when I got to the point where. I just transmog things, so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I look real cool right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my night elf boomkin. But yeah, people were like cutthroat, and you were saying it's like applying for a mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. People also treated it mm-hmm. like a job. Oh, you yeah. know, when you clock in on time yep. so that you get paid and stuff. Yeah, people would show up, and it's so incredible because these people are from like around the world. Yeah, you know, complete strangers, and they are showing up at the same time, so we can take down this. You know. But it, that was cool, though. It was it, it made that community. Uh, if you were in like a serious rating guild that was that strived on community, and you built like a bond with it, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's still around nowadays, but not as prevalent to how it was before. Um, like people but, will rally around to get like L, uh, certain things to help some friend out that is needing of gear or whatever. If you were yeah. in that nice guild. Uh, so. Yeah, but, but I, I would say it, it is still around, and I think that's a good jumping off point to kind of give my closing thoughts on BlizzCon, because, you know, I really did get, just kind of get back in a while, but I've always been playing one or one Blizzard pop property or the other, and one thing that I think really made me enjoy BlizzCon was seeing all these guilds, meet, guildies meet each other for the first time, mm-hmm. and you saw the one that we had to take a picture of right in front of Sylvanas. That was a her. guild? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, actually. So there was all these guilds meeting up and, like, just, like, having, experiencing this company that has brought them together. And I was like, yeah, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And I really do enjoy the community that 
Blizz, Blizzard tries to build mm-hmm. and continues to build. And I'm really excited for not only next year's con, uh, and hopefully we'll be seeing each other in the same place, probably not the same time. Uh, it, it's in the future. Time's different that way. But, uh, you know. Can I a, uh, add one epiphany as I was walking around BlizzCon for the you first can time? Add one epiphany. I had this little epiphany. It was huge for me. I realized if I ran down this hall and said, people would know what that means. And I felt like, damn. I have come home. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how about you tell people where you can find you? I am at hello underscore Malika on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And- uh, oh, I'm at the uh, the vicious fool at uh, on Instagram and Twitter. I, yeah, hey, and people can catch y'all on the Hyper RPG Twitch, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That is our home home. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I forgot to say we were. I, I we pretty much worked there yeah yeah <laughs> help co-found yeah. the place yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, by the way you know i show up there from time to time and on my twitch if d's as y'all all know uh and if you wide away on twitter and instagram ify n-w-a-d-i-w-e i'm spelling it now ever since that one person said they were spelling my name like iffy with two f's whitey way uh <laughs> so i'm gonna help you out uh you know i i get how they might have got that trying to spell it out oh man but yeah, no, this was a good time, and you know, uh, definitely tune in tomorrow for your regularly scheduled Nerdificent, where we will be dropping an episode about Street Fighter. It's uh, long and convoluted and fun all around, uh, but it's a good time. Uh, thanks for popping by and uh, listening to us ramble about Blizzard, and as always, stay nerdy. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.